And uh, this dude walks in. I was waiting. I was waiting at, the, at, at Home Depot. There's obviously all the whatever the the the, the cashiers and everything like that. And the paint person is kind of separate. This is when I was painting this room. Yeah. And uh, I'm sitting there waiting for the guy to kind of mix the paint. And this dude walks in. This dude had to be 350, easily 350. Um, probably I don't know five ten, not tall. But he was like 350. Oh my god! He was wearing sweats because I'm pretty sure that's his only option at this was point. Was he walking normal, or was there like no, a penguin fuck stubble? no, no. He was, was it like left to right? He was left to right to move forward. Oh my god! He was waddling to move forward. He was wearing uh, sweatpants, like orthopedic shoes. I couldn't make out this brand. They were just big, flat fucking shoes. And then uh, he he had on like a, a flannel and a t-shirt, but the t-shirt obviously doesn't fit him. No, and yeah. The bottom of his belly. Wait, was it was it the thing that's doing where the t-shirt supposed to like it's supposed to like land on your pants? Yes. But instead, it was doing that thing where it was kind of like end it ended in air. Oh yeah, like right ended, below the stomach. It ended mid air and then belly button down. Yeah. I saw I saw a good seven inches of belly. Like you don't below. need to see skin in those shirts to see belly. No, and you, you just you just see where the shirt ends. You're yes. Like yeah, that's Freddie Kitchens. And that's still yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still like a double XL, and this guy's like, still doesn't fit. No. <laughs> but the thing that made it so fucking, the, what I called the fattest thing ever, is that he was walking in, he was holding a two liter of Sunny D. <laughs> I would have thought Mountain Dew, but Sunny no, D is Sunny, Sunny D's still like, a kid at heart. Sunny D's like just sugar. It's just all, yeah. all that shit's bad. Sunny D is just straight up sugar. It's orange juice was, for kids with yeah, future crack exactly. addictions. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. It, it's like a, a crack starter kit. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there was no cap on the bottle. And he was just walking. And like, so he was going to finish this. And it's a two, like a big a big bottle. Yeah, it's a two liter. It's a, it's a, it's and like he didn't have a cap. He's like, yep, this is no. my water bottle. Like, <laughs> like, like, like if you and I were just walking around with just a normal sized water bottle. Model. He was walking around with a two liter of Sunny D. Sunny D. And he's like, "This is what I'm doing at Home Depot." And he was gonna finish it. It was about halfway done. What else did he have? Like, that's it. He, was he even shopping, or was he trying I've, to go for exercise? I, I doubt it was exercise. <laughs> uh, Just scenery. He's like, look at that wood. Look at that. Who knows? Pool. He he may have had a plan. Yeah. Um, but all I could focus on was the Sunny D. I remember I felt bad because I was staring at him. Yeah. That's something you hear people say, like overweight people are like, I don't like the looks. I wasn't looking at him because of you that. Can't help it was it. the Sunny D that. Yeah. I was like, so not only is he overweight, he is not even trying to curb that. He's, well, he's, hold, he's it's, holding it's, his well, At first, D. it's like a thing where like people look at fat people and go, wow, that guy's fat. But you were just like, why is there no cap? Oh, my God, that's a big guy. <laughs> There's no cap on the Sunny D. <laughs> exactly. Like it was kind of like two plus two. If he was, if he was carrying a sandwich, I would have been looking in the same way. If he was just carrying a sandwich, I'm like, why are you eating in Home Depot? Yeah, that's not the place to eat. Unless you want to make a table. Like, yeah. You're like, look, someone make me this table right now. I got a hand But I mean, sandwich. like, it wasn't, I don't know. If it, and, it, and it was, it was a t- I don't give a shit. Yeah, I was looking. It was fucking weird. It was look. a two liter of Sunny D with no cap. And he clearly had already had a lot of Sunny D. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a thing in today's, like, so I, when I grew, like, growing up now, like, as a 25-year-old, I realized that, um... Like with social media, fat shaming is a bad thing. Like everyone says, it's a bad thing. But let's be honest here, okay? We are the most obese country by a wide margin. By a wide margin, we're not fat shaming. But but there's something wrong with telling someone that's really 
overweight to work out. Like that's a bad thing for some reason. And I don't get it. Like a healthy society is like really out of it's it's going out of our grasp because we have freedom to eat whatever we want. My, so I, I my main issue, and I've I've I think yeah, my issues with uh, my main issue with anyone that's overweight. It's not that they're overweight. I don't care. Yeah. You want to be overweight? Be overweight. What I don't like is when someone will say that being overweight is not an indicator of health wise. That's a big health reason. It's a huge. Ain't no doctor's ever gonna say that. No, oh, no, you're, no, 200, man. you're you're 100 pounds overweight. Yeah, keep doing what yeah, you're, you're doing. Yeah, you're good. No, no, this it's is like, no. You're gonna. This is your sweet spot. Stay here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just won your golden ticket. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. I mean, the you shouldn't fat shame somebody. You have no idea no. what they've been through. They may have had like a, a really bad like accident or something like that, and yeah. we're in a wheelchair or something like that. I don't care about that. I don't. Yeah. I don't care. If there's a herd of... Nah, I shouldn't have said herd. No, nah, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> if it's like a herd of, of fat people just sitting there eating, I'm like, I don't care. I'll be like, hey, is the food good? You'd know. Yeah. <laughs> You'd know. Yeah. You had everything. I, I don't... But, but but when someone's like, sorry, but uh, I'm actually very healthy. I'm like, no. No, you're not. No. Well, it's, it's like that 600-pound live show. Like, I don't care I about... Like, people, people that are mildly... Like, mildly overweight. It's. I mean, I get it. We all go through that. And some people have it. It's fine. But people that, like, are exceptionally just like, yeah, I can't get out of bed and I'm in my mid-30s. That's, that's bad, Just by though, weight. Man. That's insane. Why doesn't that frighten people? It, it, I don't know. And then, But the, I think the worst thing about it is, like, that. then, like, those people that ha- surprisingly have kids. And then they, their kids grow up unhealthy. And, it, like, you're just building – you're building uh, – a bad uh it's a bad example know. that yeah, kid's yeah. gonna grow up in a house where everyone's like oh i'm supposed to be that big yeah and it's fine like it's acceptable like if i work if someone works out like i can make fun of them or something yeah i make up i make fun of people for working out because like but it's also like people that work out too much it's really funny because they're those people that stare themselves in the mirror for 45 minutes and call that's a body fat. dysmorphia to me yeah <laughs> it is i think that's a those people that are too in shape are, are just too that their, their whole life is that again Good for you, man. Way to stay in great shape. I don't care. Yeah. I think that's great. But then don't start telling me, giving me, you know, I don't want to run into you at a party and start giving me fitness tips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what you should do? Walk away. I'd rather, I'd rather be at the, the snack booth talking to all the fat people. Like, yeah. yeah, these Oreos are really good. They're like, I oh, know, right? Then talk to that yeah. guy about how to stay in perfect shape. I'm not morbidly obese, but I'm certainly not in tip top shape. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, I, I think I'm, I think I have a nice body for my age bracket. Yeah, you're having like yeah, it's it's like that's well, where I, and that's where I want to be. It's man. ideal because yeah. imagine imagine if one day you just started working out like way too much. Yeah, your wife's like, "What's going on here?" You're like, "No, I'm trying to get in shape." And then you're talking to her less, talking to yourself in the mirror more. You're like, "Yeah, this bicep you looks do really it, bro. nice." Imagine that life. For I'm gonna you. start saying "bro" more. Yeah, you call yourself <laughs> "bro." Look, yeah, bro. Look here, bro. I start wearing all my hashtags are inspirational. Yeah, like <laughs> there are no off days. Hashtag yeah. never quit. Your Instagram is just quotes, picture quotes. <laughs> And they're all like quotes from like you know that pumping iron movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh that's yeah, all it is. with the first scene in that movie, some talk about jerking off. It's just kind of funny. That's the, you see you seen that movie? Uh, no, I didn't. It's but great. I know the first scene. It's, it's great. You know all jerk off scenes. Yeah. Well, no. Okay. So what happened? I was with my cousin when I was like twenty one, and her and her uh, boyfriend at the time, fiance now. Congrats. They were trying to hook me up with their friend, and they were like, "Yeah, she's uh like she's like thirty, and yeah, go at it." And I was, I was like, ah, I don't really know how I feel about that. And I went in the car with her, and she dropped me off in front of my parents' house. And then she tells me, like, we're alone. She just looks at me, and she tells me the scene of Pumping Iron about how it's, like, him jerking off. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I might get a blowjob from this girl. But also, I'm scared because my mom's, like, looking out. The, like, my mom does that stuff where she, like, looks out. 
her, her, her Puerto Rican sun sense is tingling, and she's like, he's up to no good. And I was like, ah! So or he's like, up to great. Or he's up to great, Mom. <laughs> Depending Stop. on who you ask. You cock block. <laughs> <you> dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the only reason why I know about pumping iron. I know, I'm, I I'm assuming it's about working out. It's yeah. about uh, it's about Arnold Schwarzenegger like in the seventies where he you know when before he, he became yeah an he was Mister Olympia yeah. and Lou Ferrigno's in it too he's a monster it's just about that like that competition of like the the Mister Mister Olympia Mister Universe whatever is that, that what made him like he was already a star but that movie about him well he was him. a star because of obviously because he was like a three or four or five time Mister Olympia whatever yeah. he was just a massive fucking human but that was the first like movie about him right yeah I think so there was a, a documentary kind of about that I don't think it was per se about him but he was the focal point because of how dominant he'd been yeah and then I think that led to obviously like his his earlier roles are like. Conan, like, right? Well, even before that, like, I mean, there's a movie of him. I think it's like Hercules in New York, and it's completely, yeah, yeah, it's it him just Hercules. overdubbed. Like, he's not even the one talking. It's really, really funny. Or was it Hercules Conan? Then I don't know what Terminator was. Like, Terminator, that Terminator was, 80, was a, that, that was 84, right? Yeah, that was like 84. That's the one that really kind of kicked it off for him. Yeah. After that, he was just fucking gold. I mean, dude, what's crazy about Terminator is that, that first movie, like, he was the villain. That movie was so good. He was so likable as the so villain. Good. Then the second one, they just turned it around to he's the hero. Yeah. If that movie wasn't good, like, I mean, A, there wouldn't be any sequels. But if it wasn't as good, the he'd first still one was be the, the best. villain. The first one was by far the It was just so good. You like the first one better? I do. It just it's a classic. Yeah, I mean it's a classic. Both two good. obviously two's great. Two is fantastic. Yeah. It's a great, great movie. James Cameron, whatever. But yeah, I just the, the first one's just such a it's such a classic to yeah. me. Because I was growing up, I was like a kid when that came out. Yeah. I still go back. I think I watched it like in the last month. That one's I mean, even the like even without seeing the movie, just the premise of like the uh, Terminator has to go back in time to to murder a kid. Yeah, it's it's cool. super insane. It's very cool, especially yeah. for the time. So I forgot. So the, the the reason I brought up, well, actually, it was kind of well timed because the reason I brought up the fat dude I saw at Sun, with a Sunny D at Home Depot is because I found an article. Actually, Patrick and I found this a long time ago, and because yeah. this is from like I think 2018, I think. But anyway, so there is a resort in the Bahamas, a private resort in the Bahamas that is only for plus size people. Um, and I, I just sent it to you. I, I, I know. I sent the, it to you like 20 minutes the ago. The first thing I see is all the doorways have been widened. <laughs> look at look at right below the State Farm <laughs> ad. <laughs> yeah, they've all been. This, God, they ended, this oh. property has been specifically designed to accommodate plus size people. Now, right, I don't. I don't think this is a bad thing. I, I no, don't. I don't. But I but want to be that skinny. funny things. I want to see that skinny person that goes in there. Hey, I want to go. Uh, you're not a so, welcomed here. So that okay. So that was my. Do they screen this and be like, you're not large enough? Do they have like a like a like a like when, I, when you want to go? Though, all right, the, here's a scale. I here's a scale and a height thing. We have a doctor. He's gonna figure out if you're fat as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> I scoured this article to try to find if there was like because there is a weight uh, uh, a max. There actually is a max. It's 180 kilograms, I think, is what it was. You can't be like two, you can't be my 600 so pound life going there. That's basically 400 pounds. Yeah. The max you can be is 400 pounds. That's cool though. That's fun. I think it is cool too. Good for them. I just, but it is funny to me for a couple. Yeah, years. no, that's that's hilarious. One, so it's because it, it raised a lot of questions that didn't get answered. One, like, what if you you have to be 230 pounds to go? What if you're 227? Do they do they weigh you and like yeah? Oh, you dude, can't what go? if they look and go like they like? Let me talk to the supervisor. Eh, I mean, if you really want to come, here's a whole pack of Oreos. Yeah, there's like, a come Popeyes back in across the street. <laughs> yeah, but you can't be in the water for like three hours. You got to bu- <laughs> <laughs> You have to bulk up. Well, it's in the Bahamas. That's the other thing too. So if you have a travel agent, like saying Cleveland, do you have to go to your travel agent and be like, I want to go here? 
And yeah. like, okay. And it looks like, oh shit. Um, what do you weigh? Like, what the fuck does that matter? Like, well, this is only for people who are 250 pounds and above. Yeah. I'm like, um, I want to um, I still, wait, can you do that? Yeah, <laughs> you can. You can't do what skinny people do. Can you, can you restrict me because I'm not fat enough? That's fucking awesome. And I've, I, I, I'll look at it. I'll, I'm going to try to find it, but I scoured this article and I couldn't find it. I couldn't find if it actually had that. Because you're right. Like, can you imagine going to a travel, like, reverse all that? Yeah. Can you imagine oh, going be, to a travel agent, like, to I want to go to Sandals, Jamaica. Like, oh, well, come back in 30 pounds. Yeah. That sack of shit. No one wants <laughs> yeah. to see that. You're wearing a one piece, but we can see, lady. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> like, that's a lawsuit waiting. That's a, it, I don't know if that's considered a hate crime. I really don't know, but. Fatty? A fatty. A fatty. <laughs> Um, I uh, I don't know. I don't know if weight's a hate crime thing. I know like hate crimes are like if you're like like sexual orientation. Okay, so and, I think like, you gender. Can, uh, honestly, I've heard I've heard overweight people make dumb comments like being fat is a new civil rights movement. That's the, actually the other thing too. No, that that drives me fucking crazy. Again, it's the thing of like that's an actual just, quote just, by just, the way. It's okay if you're it's okay if you're a little bit like it's okay if you're heavy. Yeah, but if you're like unhealthily heavy. And you think it's all right? There's something wrong with that. And I'm not saying like as a person you're fine, but don't try to force that on other people. Yeah. If you're making that, like just in the reverse you know, of that is stick with it. You don't need to have a civil rights thing over no, it. No, the reverse of that is true too. I don't just want someone to be who's in super great shape telling me how out of shape I am. The world would be that. better place if everyone was healthy. Yeah. It's still fine with bigger people. Medical insurance would be a lot lower because that actually drives a lot of those up. That's yeah. where a lot of that comes from. If everyone was like, if every if everyone on earth was healthy. Not too skinny, not too fat. Yeah. Just healthy. The world's about no because you know what happens when I eat too much and I feel like I'm have like I feel like I'm fat? I get pissed off. I get pissed off at everything. Hey Brian, get out of bed. Now. Okay. That was me when I was a kid after after I had like five days of just eating. Mom be like, Hey Brian, you gotta go to work. I'm like, No, I'm not going to work. I just got pissed off. Hold on. There's something in here that really it didn't it didn't all right. I, I didn't feel bad. I actually I got mad at them because of whatever. The, the, there's a part in here because they they quote they they talked to someone who went, and one of them said something about it was very difficult for me because oh there we go. One such guest is 53 year old. I'm not gonna say his name for some reason. I just don't want to. Who visited the resort and plans to return as soon as possible. The Texan says he was constantly worried about breaking chairs, fitting into bathtubs, and being judged by others. If you are constantly worried about breaking chairs and fitting into bathtubs, I think at some point you have to do some change. You need to be the change, <laughs> not the chairs. Like, look, I think we need to yeah. steal in these chairs. All they're, bathtubs they're too... in North America don't have to accommodate you. Yeah, so you know, you know what bathtubs do? They survive fucking tornadoes. <laughs> I mean, you know, if there's a tornado, go in the bathtub. Well... But it's like, oh, well, I broke, more... I broke my bathtub. Why? Uh, take a fucking guess. <laughs> like, well, so then I started thinking about it, like, what does it matter how big the bathtub is? And then I, re- yeah. then I, no, I, and then I, it kind of came to me. I'm like, oh, he doesn't take showers. He takes oh. baths because showers mean you have to stay. Yeah, God. Like, I want to go to this resort though. Like, no, nah, I don't. Like, I don't. Again, I don't fat shame or anything. That's fine. I think when you, people I, come at me with that, I'm like, look, chill out. I think you, know? you clean up at this thing. I would fucking have a blast. I would love to do like a stand-up show. Just give me your nickname. Say Puerto Rican p- pierogi. All they heard was pierogi. Yeah. Just... They're going to follow you around like you're painting out pierogi. <laughs> Does that mean it includes rice? I'm like, ah, you get the pun. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> there was another one. Oh, oh uh, you know what? I don't think that you can go to this. And why here's not? why. A six-day stay starts at $16,400. Holy shit. These are bougie. They're bougie. 
They're, they got money. 16,000. To put that in perspective, I understand it's the Bahamas and it's nice. Yeah. I went to the Dominican Republic with Carissa for $1,800 combined yeah. with flights and food and rooms and drinks. Yeah. It was, I think it was $1,800. Yeah. This is $16,400 for, and we stayed for four days. Jesus Christ. This is $16,400. And it says, it's very explicitly says, starting at. So this probably, so that, most that, likely this is 20 grand. Those are their cheap rooms. Yeah. Those are, those are, you know, you know, some normal tubs, you know, they're selling it. Yeah. They're selling it to people. They're like, oh yeah, we just got enough money for the, for the, for the, for the stay. Yeah. And then they get the, the bathtub. Well, I can't fit in the bathtub. Yeah. We didn't it's a widen. motel six in here. We didn't widen those doors. If you want the wide doors, yeah, you got to get the two deluxe grand. package. No pun intended. I bet it's a, I bet it's a, a really like in shape gym owner that does this. And he just like watches in the cameras and just laps the whole Funny time. You should bring. Okay. So this actually was started by. I think a guy who was kind of overweight, James King is his name, where overweight people can travel, relax, and be free to do things other people take for granted, such as putting on a swimsuit or going for a walk on the beach without feeling judged. <sighs> well, I definitely take putting on a swim... This goes back to my, my chair thing. Yeah. If you're struggling to put on shorts, I don't... I think that maybe maybe internally you should be like, maybe I need to make some changes. Yeah. Wait, so where does this dude James do now? I, if, he, if, he, if he owns a gym, I'm going to freak out. Located in the Bahama Island of, I don't know, Urethra? I don't know what the hell Urethra? We'll call it that. I'm I not know that was an island. Move. I thought that was an exit. <laughs> uh, in certain uh, circles, I think it actually can be an entryway. Oh, but, yeah, that's true. Weird uh, porn circles. King soon discovered there wasn't any suitable fixtures on the market that met the needs of overweight people anyway. So putting in years of research, he and his wife decided to take the plunge and set up what they describe as the world's only plus-size friendly resort after setting out a property in the idyllic Bahama Island, which is 80 kilometers north of Nas. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so this guy just, he, he went out. So I'm guessing he's, he's overweight or super sensitive. Uh, yeah. Six days, stays 16,400. 24, room, 24 rooms. So this isn't that big of a place. No, no wonder it's sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, I bet it's just like a really huge group home. It's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like, yeah, here's your room, and next door are the Johnsons, <laughs> and they only offer group bookings. Yeah, yeah, only group. So you got to take like six. So you have to not only do you have to have twenty thousand dollars and be overweight, you have to know five other overweight people. Yeah, you got that have, also have twenty. You got to have like a secret book club of like this obese be, people. There's no way this this place it's can't stay. Be, well, I mean, where'd you? If, you found it the, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. I'm sure it's true. Like, yeah, but there's it's, no way this place can stay in business. I'm on the website too. Yeah, it looks. There's only 24 rooms. That's ins- that means year round. At I mean, is thousand a pop? That means year round. I mean, and uh, even hotels, like even like ho- all hotels, like I'm pretty sure have times where like they don't hit as many people staying as they should. So like what like is it to the point to where like even if they have like three bad months, like they still can pay everything? Or, like, maybe the owner is just really, like, he doesn't care how much money he spends. He just wants a place for people not to feel judged. That's, that's, that's gotta it. be it. Which this, is fine. I mean, again, he's I, gotta I, be. We, could jo- I could, we could joke around about being, like, really obese, but I mean, like, like if, this you, is, if you have the money and it, you really want sure. to not oh, this be guy judged, has to, it's fucking yeah, awesome. He's gotta have plenty of money because, like, if you and I were to open anything, any type of res- a resort or bar, whatever it might be, and only held 24 people. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, but we only want certain 24 people coming, and they have to be rich. Yeah. We'd be like, we'd be out of business in no time. You, that, you know, that's for someone that's like, uh, like I'm about to get, like, I'm a millionaire. I'm about to get liposuction. I'm going to spend a fucking week here. And they get liposuction. They never return. 
So I'm in a big orgy or something. Never return. They never return. Like I'm a new person. Now. Who's so okay? So I actually did find out they actually will accept people that are over 180 kilograms. Which I actually did the calculation. It's about just under 400 pounds. He has accepted guests who weighed over 220 kilograms as they were incredibly fit. Fuck you. They Who were was incredible. the 500-pound incredibly fit person? Uh, fucking uh, an Andre the Giant. Oh, maybe Just the someone dude, all muscle. The dude from Game of Thrones, the mountain. Yeah, That's the, the mountain. <laughs> Who was an incredibly fit? And do they serve beer there? I'm going to, yeah, probably with, yeah. There's, they probably serve like the, like the pint glasses. Well, not pint glasses. The the big the, ass the pony handle. kegs. Yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> like you get. Uh, by the way, you get, every, you get a, your own keg in your own room. That'd be fun. What is two? That's four hundred eighty five pounds. It's insane. There are no. If there are four hundred incredibly fit, that it's. And by the way, the word incredibly is used. If there are incredibly fit four hundred eighty five pound people. There's maybe two of them. That's like some professional wrestlers. Like, yeah, we're gonna go here and hang out. But doesn't that make you? Doesn't that gonna make you feel a little insecure? Oh, not you, but like everyone else insecure. They're like, yeah, but then they see like a really like a like a seven foot four guy who's four hundred pounds and fit, because and they're like, oh man, we came not to feel judged, but that guy scares us. Or they right? could be like, fuck, that guy's also four hundred pounds and he's in great shape. Yeah, maybe it's a. There's a, one more excuse it's out a the boost. door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's ridiculous. I mean, it's cool. It's not my like. I, I can I'm never glad go it there. exists. I think that's fine because I know yeah, that that's cool. a. I, I understand that the 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 notion of like you know feeling kind of to even go back to my original story. But I wasn't staring at the guy because he was fat. It was yeah. the I would have stared at anybody who was walking around with a two liter of sunny. Yeah, D it all goes back to no the cap. sunny D. I don't look at people because they're really obese. I'm like, oh boy, there's overweight it's, people it's, it's, everywhere. It's, it's, someone's doing something weird, and then I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. There's overweight people everywhere. I don't yeah. care about that. I don't. But and there's not, not that many people that drink sunny D in public, like a two liter without the cap on. Yeah, like it's bottled water or an like it's a drink. can like it's like it like it's like a can of pop. I know. Right. <laughs> You can walk around with a can of pop. Close your, close your, close your two liter. Okay. That's, if they were solid. walking around with a normal size Sunny D, I would have looked at him because Sunny D's gross. Sunny D, I, okay. But when when you're really high, when you're really dehydrated, and that's the first juice you see. <laughs> I'm like going when you're at really it. high. Yeah. What if he was really high? He's like, fuck it. I don't care. Just fucking just went I in the Home Depot because I don't know that he's high. Yeah, that's true. I just know that I don't know the guy. You, you, you didn't only know that. Yeah, he's cause... thirty feet away from me, and he's walking through a Home Depot, <laughs> carrying a two liter of Sunny D that is halfway done, and there's no cap on it. And it was like since he was carrying it, it was like halfway crushed too. Yeah. So it was to, so he could hold on to it. I'm just like that's insane. This still dude insane. ran out of fucks to give. Yeah. No. I mean, but at that point, it seems like you shouldn't really give them any fucks. I mean, I, how many people like it, it's crazy because like every time I go into Home Depot or Lowe's, I give too many fucks. That's why I'm in there. I'm like, I need to, I need, I need to fix this wall. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Home oh, Depot. Yeah. This guy's just like, it's like a museum. He's like oh, different colored types of wood. I got my Sunny D. Hopefully, I don't spill anything. If it's one thing that that really obese people are good at, it's not spilling their food or drink. Yeah, if you can't tell, they've got like, it all in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I should be fat. I only played sports my whole life. I should be a big dude. All, all I did was eat as a kid. But I played like I was playing so many sports. I didn't have time to even like gain all the like. I'd, I'd eat like three meals for lunch. And then I'd immediately go play basketball, and then I'd have hockey practice. Well, that, that's what I did, too. Yeah. But I, I grew also, I grew up in... That's good that you did that, too. Yeah. Because I know a lot of kids... I used to coach like uh, like basketball a couple yeah. years ago, and there was a lot of overweight kids on the team. And that was not a thing when I was a kid. It just wasn't. There may be like one, one overweight kid in the yeah. class, but when I was a kid, 
there's no internet, no iPhones, no video games. I left the house at seven in the morning. You sound like that old guy. You're like, yeah, we me. I'd call I my did. friends with 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 a cup, and then we had strings attached to the cup, and we'd talk through the but that, cups. That's what happened though. I mean, like, I'd, I'd leave the house, and I was going to the park. I was playing baseball, football. I was yeah. playing all day. That's what I did. And I'd too. go to Wendy's every single day because I was yeah. a kid. And I because I'm going to run it off. In a sec. I mean, that's just the way it was. I didn't have neighborhood friends. I would just play basketball every day or train. I, I called it training. I call it training now. Yeah. It was fun back then, but now I'm like, oh, I think my parents were like kind of smart about it. Like, just stay active. Stay active as a kid. You'll be fine. That's all mine did. My mom would shit. I'd walk inside. My mom would like, why are you inside? I think yeah. what she was saying is, I want to be by myself and you're annoying. But what she covered it with was, it's a nice day. Go outside. What she meant was, I don't want you here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> today's my day off. I'm good. Go outside. I don't like, want to worry off, about Mom, you. It's Tuesday. Like I don't give a shit. It's my day off. <laughs> it's Go my outside. day off. That's what I my called in sick today. <laughs> yeah. My mom would just be like, you want to go to your friend's house? I'm like, well, yeah, that sounds awesome. She's like, yeah, it does, doesn't it? I'm going to drop you off, and I'll be back mm, Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and then next week, your friend's staying over. The mom's like, All let's make a deal, Bernice. Yeah. <laughs> They're swapping week yeah, after week. Let's we had, kid swap. My mom had a mini summer camp going with yeah. her and All her moms, friend. moms are some mothers are smart. Hell yeah, they, they are. They do that shit. They, I, I don't think the fathers would just like sit on the couch and just be like, Stop doing that. And then when you really piss them off, it's just like, hey, what I say and it scares everyone. It's yeah. like, ah. Back to watching Married, married with Children. Back to watching MASH. Yeah, back to watching MASH. <laughs> yeah, I want, yeah, I don't know, man. That, that was just the thing that I never really had to kind of deal with, I guess. And yeah. I could have been because I love eating. I still do. Eating's love, a hobby now. I love food. I forget to eat. I love food. I've been having this thing where, like, I. I want to be able to identify the best insert food here in the city. Yeah. That way, if someone comes in out of town and stays with us, which they never do, that I have an answer. <laughs> but you're prepared for it never to happens. happen. So I actually do have some friends coming in from Cincinnati for the show on the 7th. Oh, that's it. awesome. Because uh, he missed the last one. He's like, I want to come in for him. I'm like, come on in town. Yeah. I was like, come on to the show. And then the next day, I'm going to take him on like a brewery tour for, of like Cleveland. That's cool. But for some reason, I think I have to know that. Like, I have to know who has the best BLT and who has the yeah. best wings. I feel like I have to know that. Where do you go best pizza? So. Uh, El Rion. El Rion? Where's El Rion at? It's, uh, I think, I'm never really sure where Battery Park and Gordon Square start and stop, but I think it's Battery Park. It's not far from Terrestrial. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where this is. Uh, Haley from the Bucket List turned it on to me. She's like, oh. you gotta check it out. It's really good. And it's like no frills. Like, I don't think they have much else. They have like pizza, salad, and beer. That's it. Yeah. Um, but it's pizza's really, really yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have good pizza, if you have really good pizza, and that's all you serve, and you serve stuff around pizza, you're fine. Yeah. You know, it's a pizza joint. What's nothing bad? Like, my favorite pizza joint's Edison's in Tremont. Great Edison's pizza. Great. Yeah. Um, I love Angelo's in Lakewood. My favorite, Dina's Pizza. Not Dina's. only because I run the show there, but I grew up there just eating all their food. Fucking I should have had some pizza when I was there. I didn't know that. You should have. Oh, it's it's it has like it's it's sweet. It has its own like hometown like spice. Like yeah. you taste like ah. Like it, even if you didn't grow up there, you eat it. You're like I feel like I know everyone here. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird mix. Yeah, I thought I did like uh, I do like El Rion. I like that El one. El Rion. I thought that was the best one. I'm gonna have to try that. <clears throat> I gotta try Mikey's and Crocker Park. I hear that's really good too. Yeah, I've heard about that too. Um, are these all local? Are all the listeners? Are they all local? Local uh, like pizza hunters? I don't know. This is something they should in my... be. I'm pizza, I'm a pizza hunter. I hear about good pizza place. I'm like, Ooh. I'm gonna be focused on El uh, El, El Rio. El yeah, Rion for El, like a week. El Rion, I think is what. El it's El Rion. E I'll fucking send it to you. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember names of places or anything. I can tell you what I had. Yeah. Like Chris will be like, "Do you want to go back to Blank and Blank?" I'm like, I, "Have we been there?" She's like, "Yeah, we've been there twice." I'm like, "What did I have?" And then she'll tell me like, "Oh, that place was great." 
You remember, you remember, you don't remember places, but you remember the foods. Yeah. Same thing with like, if I have to go somewhere, I don't know the name of any street. I know everything by sight. Wow. That's it. Well, I remember that too, but it's more of like a 50, 50 for you. It seems like an 80, 20, like a, like 20% like, eh, I don't really remember but where we were. Like I can remember everyone's phone number growing up. Yeah. I, well, I did that too, but I, I had I to, cause them. I had to dial them. Yeah. We didn't have cell phones. I'd use my mom. I need I, I, my mom, when we all got cell phones, she had a house. So I'm like, why do you have that? She's like, what do you talk about? I was like, there's no point for that anymore. <laughs> We've excelled. <laughs> no one fucking. We have calls a phone made that. of glass. The only people that call you on that are telemarketers. Yeah, it's funny. I, there's no need for a, a, a house phone anymore. They, they try. They still try to sell it. Internet, like uh, when I when I. Oh yeah, them. all the time. I don't know how. I don't know who buys that. People still do. Older maybe people. just people that are like in like rural areas that maybe need that landline. Yeah, it's definitely older people that yeah. like don't know that it's not useful. Like they'll have a house phone. Well, it came with the package, and I'm used to it. Oh, and I have this smartphone. I don't know how to work. It's probably fat people. <laughs> to bring it all back. It all goes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> it always goes full circle. Uh, He's like, well, if my cell phone's charging and the house phone's always right next to me, I can answer that while I'm yeah. eating pizza. How else am I going to get Uber Eats? <laughs> How else am I going to order pizza if my cell phone's not charged? Is what it, am I going to do? Plug it in? Yeah. <laughs> it's over there. That sounds silly. <laughs> uh, I wish you didn't bring up that 600 pound life because I have seen that. It's terrible. That I felt really, I feel really bad during that show. Just because, yeah, like the, it's like the, the person that can't get out of bed and there's a loved one that's still there for them while that person's treating them like shit. Like, you'll be like, I'll yeah. help you out of bed. And then just like, like all you hear is bleeps because they're just cursing. You're like, yeah. you motherfucker, you don't fucking help me. And then it's like a montage. You know, of like I could leave here and you could actually hour. die. Yeah. I could leave here and not come back and you would die because you can't move. Yeah, I'm only doing this because I love you. And they're like, fuck you. And then yeah, again, there's a 20 minute montage of just that person crying motherfuck, motherfuck, about how no one loves them and everything. I'm like, it's, it, but it, you're it's, getting there. I could never see myself <laughs> get to that limit, though, of me being that. Obese. Well, that's what I mean. So, like, when, well, you said what was it called? My six hundred pound life. Yeah. So you you hit five hundred at some point. Why did you tack on another hundred or four hundred? It's like I'm why assuming, am I saying five hundred? I'm, assume, gonna... I'm assuming it's an attitude of like, look, this is how I live. Uh, it it's can't get any, so it bad. can't get any worse, and then it gets worse, and they're like, oh fuck, I'm in too deep. So the uh, so I did listen to uh, I listen to the Joe Rogan's podcast a lot, and he does a lot in terms of like fat shaming and, and things like he had this guy on who was an overweight person he said for half of his life yeah. and he brought something up which was I, I don't think a lot of people think about but it's 100 percent true is when you're that overweight the, this the most menial tasks are completely just so difficult yeah like can you imagine if you and i were 450 pounds not of muscle and you and I had to leave this basement to go upstairs because you had to go home or go to work. Going up the stairs, there was like that's fucking hard. It become it becomes a chore. Everything it's, it becomes impossible. Well, like mentally. and like what we were just talking about with Sunny D guy. Like I was calling that Sunny D. Sunny guy. D guy. Sunny D. Mike. You're gonna get. A, he's gonna see. He's gonna hear about this and send a really bad review. He's like, look. I love Sonny D and fuck you. And that's going to, it's going to so, be like negative. I love stars. it. I love in that response. He's not mad at what we've said about him. He's mad that we were dissing Sonny. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> You're talking about my friends. Yeah. Those are my <laughs> friends. Or like, like him. Because you, you were like, oh, was he just like, no, he wasn't walking because he wasn't going Wobbly. straight anymore. He had to, he had to, he was rocking back and forth while he was walking to move forward. It's like one of those balance games you play with your hand, but with your whole body. Yeah. Yeah. If only people saw the visual, I started shaking my hand. Yeah, <laughs> we need video casting bad. Yeah, but no, like I don't. That's and he's like the, the the most the willpower to not just to not eat a bagel or the willpower to get up and answer the door 
you know, most people just leave the door. And I've seen that on TV too. They yeah. just leave the door and it's like, I don't want to get up and answer the door. Yeah, it's hard. Everything, you everything. You need someone to do little stuff for you. Everything is fucking difficult. Yeah. Hey, well, have you ever heard of like, like, there's all these diets. I don't know about any of the diets, but I do know about one. I do know about one. It's the potato. Have you heard of the potato diet? No, what is that? It's you pretty much, uh, you replace every meal with potatoes. You just cook a, like a you just cook idea. a potato. You don't put any seasoning. You don't mix with anything. You just eat potatoes as your as your as your meals. And my friend did it, and he told me like two weeks. He did it for two weeks or so. And he was like, "Yeah, like like two days in, he was like, I appreciate food way more now." I was like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Dude, just eating like I love French fries and I love potato products. Yeah, but just eating a cooked potato alone." Like the first couple of days is not hard, but like that third or day, that third day, because you know everyone that third day with like quitting yeah. smoking or anything, it's like the most. That's the test. After the third day, he goes, "I I miss food. Like I miss like a stick, yeah. or like I miss all this." But he did it for like another two weeks, and he got used to it. But then he's like, hey, "I'm good. I learned my lesson. Like I learned. I pre like he appreciated everything for sure. And, and I think it shocks your body too, because that's why I love. That's like yeah. uh, the, the big one, like maybe like ten years ago was like Adkins. Atkins was where you basically take all carbs out. The problem with Atkins, from what I understand and from people I know who have done it, is that it's not a normal way to eat. So yeah. when you lose your 20 pounds and start eating normally, you slowly just put it right back on. Yeah. Because everyone's like, no, I'm just going to not have bread for the rest of my life. But then you're going to eat bread again. Eventually. Yeah. You're going to eat your body weight get... and you're going to like, I'm going to have a sandwich. Yeah, you're going to eat the same amount of bread, but your body, your body got used to that. So it's probably going to uh, not harbor. Yeah. I was going to use harbor it differently. It's going to process it differently. Where's harbor, harbor come like from? It's getting upset. It's gonna, it's gonna pearl it's harbor it. Ill feelings towards you. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna harbor it. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, there's a, let's see the Atkins, the South Beach. Uh, what was like, the Jenny Craig? I think that's just like Weight Watchers. That was just, just Weight the, Watchers. Just she was just the ad. I think so. Well, I think Jenny Craig and Weight Watchers are are well, they have meal plans. They have meal plans. They're, they're you, different, right? but they're like like they have like a point system. Like this is ten points. This is thirty points. And you got to eat all that within a week or a month or something. Yeah, something like that. Because I think what a lot of them do is they have they're they're like you can't stop eating. If you stop eating, your metabolism slows down. Your body goes into starvation mode, and then you don't lose weight. You yeah. have to eat. Um, but it's what you're actually eating, especially when you get older. Are those still around, by the way? Weight Watchers, I'm pretty sure. Is. Well, I know Weight Watchers. I know Jen, is Jenny. Jenny Craig? Craig. I don't know. Because that was uh, who was the one uh, from Cheers? She was like, a, was she? She was. Oh, Jenny Kirstie Craig. Alley. Kirstie Alley. Was she was, Jenny Craig? I believe so. Because she actually appeared. She, she was on it because she was. Uh, she got real big, and then she did this thing where she uh, had to appear on a game show. She was like on a game show, uh, not a game show. Christ, yeah, she was on Family Feud, and she had to lose weight. No, she was on a talk. <laughs> she was on a talk. She show. was the family. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yep, here's me, myself, and I. <laughs> and my friend, who's still in the family. Over here, we got the Millers, and Ready? they'll be competing against the Kirstie Alleys. Yeah, which Kirstie Alley? <laughs> uh, let's see. No, it was uh, she was on a talk show, and the talk show host was talking about to her about her struggles with weight, and she's like, in a year, you're going to appear on this stage in a bikini. Yeah. And she did. She actually did. Lost a ton of weight, and I think she did it through, I think, Weight Watchers. Because yeah. I think Weight Watchers are like, holy shit. If she does this, the publicity we would get. Yeah. Or you can also do the uh, the Subway diet, which is eating sandwiches and diddling kids. Yeah. It was, there, were, there, were, <laughs> there were three I remembered in like the mid-2000s. It was Kirstie Alley, Jared. Jared. And then um, what's her name for Yo Play uh, from Halloween? I forgot her name. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis never got like like really big. No, I don't think she but did But it either. was just like her eating like pounds of yogurt. 
like she would never eat pounds of yogurt, but that's what I assumed through all. The, oh yeah, you how know, the, like, outtakes like she's eating a bite that they didn't, that didn't work. Let's bring <laughs> in the fifth that yogurt. Shit out. She's like, I'm either gonna get this in two takes or I'm spitting all this garbage. Yeah. Out. <laughs> and then there was also Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda for the uh, the the coach for the Dodgers in the '80s. I think his was Weight Watchers. Tommy Lasorda. Oh no, it was the Slim Fast Shakes. Do you oh remember those? yeah, yeah, I remember that. He did the Slim Fast Shakes because I remember this line very vividly. Uh, a shake for a breakfast and one for lunch, and then a sensible dinner, even pasta. <laughs> you can look that shit up. That's exactly what it even said. Even pasta. Even pasta. And then it goes into like whatever slim fast jingle there was. Exactly. And everyone's like, pasta, wow. Yeah. Forgetting the garbage dog shit shake they had to yeah. drink twice before that. Those were that was like the, the end peak of like the one eight hundred numbers. Yes. Like, because now no one cares about it anymore. Like, we have Twitter and shit. Like, there'll be a 1 800 thing, and then Twitter would just make fun of it. And then it just, they're like, all right, yeah, we're not going to yeah. succeed at this. What is the big, keto is the big one now. Keto is a big diet. I think. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't is. know. Yeah, me neither. I'm a, I mean, it's like keto and yoga are really, are really big. I don't know how, how good yoga's been, like, throughout. Yoga, so there's probably three studios in Lakewood alone. Yeah, I know, I know a couple of yoga teachers, which I never would have thought as a kid, like, yeah, I'm going to meet yoga teachers. I just would have thought, like, they were like, where did you think you were going? I don't know. Well, I didn't think of like I mean, yoga. if you go to yoga, yeah, you'll meet Well, them. yeah, but no, like just in everyday life. I'm but like not like to Yeah, I'm a yoga teacher. I'm like, I never would have thought. Like, you know when you were a kid, you were like, yeah, I'm just going to live my life and I'm not going to know what's happening. That was me at least. I was yeah, like, oh, well, I I'm just going to do my thing, not pay attention to anything. And meet yoga and now, I'm, now I'm on a date with this girl. I'm like, oh, what do you do? She goes, oh, I teach yoga. I'm like, whoa, culture shock. I have no idea. I love it as a kid. You're just the people just like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I don't know. Just hang out. Be, do comedy probably. Maybe just meet yeah, yoga teachers. Yeah, you know? eat. I'm sure, I'll, I'm sure I'll come across yoga teachers. Yeah, I did. Well, I never thought. I thought they were a myth when I was a kid. I would never met a yoga. It I, wasn't a big thing. Now it's huge. Uh, yeah. It's a good thing. A lot of yoga teachers are Buddhists. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, that's... a lot of them, there's a lot of them that have huge weight loss stories too, which I can't even imagine how difficult that is. I mean, yeah. can you imagine just going for a walk? Fuck, have you ever done yoga? It's fucking no. hard. I'm assuming it's peace of peace of mind, body, and soul, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's, it's these amazing poses and stretches. I mean, as a larger person, I mean, it's it's hard for me. Yeah. I mean, as a large, large person, it's got to be so difficult. I mean, that's the other thing about the willpower, because I know that one of the teachers that's one of the schools that's around here used to be really big, stuck with yoga, and now she looks great. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. I would, I've always wanted to do yoga, but I've been very afraid, because I'm that dude who's competitive. And if I did yoga and everyone else is out yogaing me, I feel like like I would just look around. And everyone's like, ah, he doesn't know what he's doing. But we're still peace of mind, body, and soul. And I'd be like, I'm not at peace with anything. I need to win. You know, I could never do <laughs> oh, I it. I do. When I've done it, I've been like like in a pose. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is really difficult. And, and you look around. And I look over at the fucking at soccer mom is killing it. I'm like, this <laughs> bitch is not going to outdo me. Yeah, yeah. I could. I would love to do it. But I mean, that's a, that, I feel like that's a commitment. It if is. I did it once, I'd have to do too. it more and more. It's expensive. Yeah. It's fucking really expensive. Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't do that, too. <laughs> I don't. I would love to. I mean, I, I, I think I'd be fine just playing sports again consistently. We should do a... A league. A league would be good. I always want to get into a basketball league again, but it's really hard. I played in one. It was bad. Yeah, I, we, we, bad I played in one. I was like, yeah, I'm good. It was like an adult league. You don't want to play with old men, dude. People my age, no. And the refs were just they, like they, they play dirty because they can't move anymore. Yeah, but and the refs sway it based off like I was in one in Strongsville, like probably when I was like twenty one, and it was me and all my my Cleveland friends, and we joined this league, and it's like a bunch of like people in their like mid twenties to like mid thirties, and these people have been in the league for like ten years. The refs know them. I don't know any of the refs. Like I see other players talking to the ref. Hey Jim, how you doing? He's like, Oh, I'm doing good, Bill. You excited? He's like, Yeah, we're gonna have fun. And we just got the shit kicked out of us. 
because like you know like I get fouled I don't go to, I don't get it called and then I put my arms up and someone comes at me and I get a foul and I'm getting pissed at the ref and the ref's like all right we don't know this guy we don't like him so yeah you're just gonna keep getting <laughs> fouls if you don't shut up yeah it's it's a little more dangerous yeah plus the other thing well you're not there yet but apparently once you hit a certain age torn Achilles is the most common playing basketball is the most common injury for like men like I think like 34 and above like when you play basketball you'll just be running you'll be yep it's torn gone because what happens when, when you when you tear your Achilles uh, is that your Achilles actually ruptures and then it goes up your calf most oh. people that have have had uh, tears everything yeah most people that have had Achilles surgeries have a large scar here Again, this isn't going to help Jesus. you visually. Yeah, I'm watching the visual. <laughs> so I'm either showing him an, an Achilles scar or my ideal penis length. <laughs> ideal. <laughs> but so then they have to actually cut here, and then they have to roll the Achilles back. They down. got oh, that sucks. That's why the so scar so, is so once long. it tears, it just flings up, shoots right up, and then it messes up everything else that's on why, its path. Uh, sometimes that's why a lot of people you see like like when Kevin Durant when, when uh tore his Achilles tore his Achilles. Most what everyone does is they turn around and look because they feel like someone stepped on the back of their. Uh, heal. Uh, That's what it feels like, and then the pain kicks in. Apparently, it's horrifically. It's a painful terrible too. pain. What uh, like I, I was being told about kidney stones a couple days ago. Oh, I've heard those are terrible. Yeah, my mom. I think my mom or someone in my family had one. I'm not sure, and they said it was terrible. And I was like, "Hey, that sounds funny." And I've been drinking like Red Bull like a motherfucker. And everyone's <laughs> like, "Yep, you're gonna have kidney stones, bro." And I was like, "Ah, oh, come on, no, I'm not. I don't care. Uh, what if I drink a lot of water? Still, it, caffeine makes. I didn't know caffeine makes kidney stones. I assumed it was sugar." But I, I thought I, it was too. Yeah, I, I, it might, it's probably sugar and caffeine together. Probably just being fat. Yeah, I thought I thought caffeine was more like the nicotine. Yes, I thought so too. Like but I don't really tobacco know. and sugar are you know that. Those then, are like, things the I think thing. would, but then there's then, then like there's gonna be like some super fit person that has kidney stones. Like, yeah, I don't we should get a fit person on here and like a gym owner. Be like, so tell us. I have a good one for that. Yes. Uh, Keep I'm a really in shape. Good I'll tell some bad stories. But yep, you're gonna a, die. I have <laughs> a very good one for this. It's actually a really really good one that I'm gonna try to lock down. Uh, probably not till after the show, though. But and, oh, and real quick, so I, I did want to uh, before we end this, I did want to throw a shout out to, to to Brian because I went to his show at Dina's Pizza on Monday. In context, today's Friday, and it was awesome. It was a really, really good show. Yeah, thank. We were talking after for for like probably ten minutes. Yeah, it was. A, I was not that I was surprised that it was funnier. But I, I really like the venue. That was the most surprising thing. Yeah, because when you walk in. It looks like a fucking TGA Fridays or a beat up. Yeah, and you walk upstairs and there's and a I'm party like, where the fuck are they going to do this? I walk, I'm like, oh my god, what a fucking great place to have a show. Yeah, thanks. You they probably get like 50, 60 people. We in got, there? we had, uh, we had seventy five people in there. Really? Which was the max? That's great. Um, really, really good. Yeah. Acoustics are good. The sound was awesome. Comedians are really, funny. Really, really, thing. yeah, really funny. That that dude, Alex Gallon. Uh, Oh so yeah, funny. he's him and Ray, Rachel. Him and Rachel Lafour. Yeah, they were the headliners. They and, just got uh, engaged like a, a, month, a couple weeks ago. I want. Oh, say. that's crazy. A couple weeks for the show. Chris and was, then I hit them up. Like I met them uh, like probably three months ago, and I made that show for them. That I it was the really second show of the month. It was really really funny. Yeah. Uh, they were really really funny. I remember Chris was like, I can't believe the jokes they told, knowing that her family was in the. At one point, she'd made a comment about him eating her butt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, dude, she's got like 15 relatives. Like, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Her mom was there. Just rude, just ice cold veins. Man. Yeah, it was that. That was a really. I love doing that show. Yeah, that, that show's was, so much. That, that was a, show's so much fun. That's a really, really. That was a really, really good show. And that's the per, like the hardest thing about like doing for me. The hardest thing about like 
not only me producing shows, but everyone producing shows, is yeah, you got to have a comedian or like a producer or booker or some that knows what they're doing, which there are there are a lot of good ones in the city. Yeah. Um, but then also along with that, you could be a really good booker, promoter, you know, a producer of a show, but the venue needs to work with you on it. Dina's is they're awesome with it. They really help out with everything. You know, like it's it's perfect. Like the, we we both care. I'm like, all right, we both care on the business side and the fun side. Yeah. And we both want to make the show better. Like me and the manager Tommy, the sound guy Eddie, Dina, she runs it. Like we all, they they do a killer job at at everything. It was a really good show. Awesome. I was yeah. really impressed with it. Uh, it's a good vibe too. It's it's fun. I love doing that show. Oh, I I don't know if we talked about this after the show. That drunk bastard that was like right behind you during Alex's set. Oh my god! I honestly thought that he was a comedian the first time he did it, and it yeah. was a joke. Then the second time, I'm like, he may not be a comedian. Because I couldn't uh, understand what the fuck he was saying. That guy, I, I looked at him. He heckled, and it was a fun... Like, he, he heckled, and then Alex came back, it made and sense. it was funny. It flowed And good. I looked at him, I was like, hey, stop heckling. He goes, all right. Second time he did it, hey, man, <laughs> one more time, you're out of here. He's like, okay. Heckled the third time, like, get out of here. And he goes... He whispered, he goes, it's not like you, you run this show. And I was like... No, I totally run and host the show. You need to get out of here. <laughs> I've gone on stage like five times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he like it, that's I do like I don't support hecklers like that. Yeah. But I do respect that guy's balls of telling the guy who ran, booked, and hosted the show, telling him you can't kick me out, and I go get out. <laughs> you were heckling behind me the entire time. That was so the first time I don't remember what it was. The second time Alex was talking about drugs or something like that or or no he was saying that coke was worse than heroin and yeah. everyone's like what and the guy's like what about jameson the guy yelled jameson and, and then he called him jameson guy the next yeah times. which was great it actually flowed alex didn't skip a beat and then what made it funnier the last i think would have been the last time he did it is he said something and the guy's like well that's not, that's not, and i'm like all right that guy's not a comedian yeah and, uh, alex hammered. is like dude if you're gonna heckle i have to fucking understand what you're saying you have to speak english yeah and then that then it was just every you could tell everyone then at this point everyone turned around. They were around. sick of them. And, and then they looked at me and I I don't know if you saw, but I was whispering to him like you gotta stop. No, I did. I uh uh I even I leaned over to Chris and I'm like, I think Brian just told that dude to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Oh, I was pissed. I was like, dude, you gotta like I, I didn't like belittle him or anything. I was like, Just shut up. You gotta up, be man. quiet. You're you're, like, you're you're actually ruining I, I should have kicked him out the second time, yeah. but I was like, Alex is a pro. I'm not gonna cause a scene. But then the third time, it wasn't that it was awkward or anything, but Alex was like, dude, just shut up. And then I was like, all right, dude, get out. <laughs> and then I walked him out, which was funny because the funniest thing, because, you know, the party room's upstairs, so there's like, the, there's, a, there's high steps going in. When this dude, dude looked down, I had, to ha- not, I had to help the heckler down the stairs because he was so drunk. Because when he, when he looked down, he goes, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, stairs are an issue, huh? He's like, yeah. Not only did I kick this guy out, but then I helped walk him down the steps. <laughs> it was so awkward. I was like, put your arm around me, buddy. And then I was like, now get the fuck out. <laughs> we got to the bottom. That's funny. I should have well, just you, let him you, fall, you but you I'm not going to do that. The, the third time he heckled, I was like, I don't even know what he just said. Uh, yeah, he was just mumbling. And he, he could not. I had to. I, I never would have thought one day I'd tell someone, to, I'd kick someone out and then help them. I, don't, I haven't seen that often. What I have seen, it's usually somebody. Usually, I think comedians are getting more accustomed to it. And the real good, the, the real good and seasoned ones can just flow with it. Yeah. And usually the heckler's like, ugh, that backfired. I don't mind. Like, it, it depends on the middle of the joke. Because at the first one, Alex kind of like asked. It's a, it was a rhetorical question. Don't answer it. But when someone answers, like, you're, he, you could tell he was like, you're, like, you're prepared for it. Like, and even the jokes he was doing, it, like, his response, like, it was funny. 
he was funny the whole time, like with the responses to the heckler. Yeah. But the third time, yeah, he was just he was well, too much. Either, either way, I thought it was really really good. I thought that dude, I think his name was Josh. He was really funny. Josh Lawhorn. Yeah, he yeah, was great. We have the we have the Monday Night Wars. He does. He runs a show at. Uh, he runs a show for like Bill Squire and um, and Cody Cooper. I think Cody Cooper runs it too. Yeah. Uh, down on West Twenty Fifth. That was at uh, at uh, Great Lakes Brewing Company every Monday. And oh, that's right. Yeah, I mean, he, okay. He he, he like pr- helps uh, run that show, and we have like a we were like promoting our shows on like Instagram and Twitter or Twitter and Snapchat, and he like started shitting on Dina's, and then I started shitting on his show. And it was funny because like he was trying to shit on my show, and then I just did a video of me singing Kermit the Frog Rainbow Connection, and then in the background there were just all my comedy awards, <laughs> and I was like, "You can't come at me." I started to tell him to call me daddy and shit. <laughs> what? But yeah, it was. I was just like, "Don't talk to your papa like that. Come on, don't do that." That's good. I really that that was a really good show. I'm glad. Yeah, I I'm appreciate glad we it. got to go. That was we're gonna cool. have a good. We're gonna have another good one. Another good yeah, one. So again, I've been drinking, but I was like, another good one. I started turning to the heckler. I was like, yeah, Jimison. <laughs> Jimison. Good time to end it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we'll. Uh, so again, February seventh. Uh, go to Eventbrite, the Guiltless Roast. Check it out. A lot of funny comedians. Fifteen dollars now. Fifteen dollars now. Uh, but totally worth it. Eight comedians, one MC, three guest judges. It's going to be the judges are going to be the vivacious. Brian Sternick? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't I, I'm not a good roaster. No, apparently not. <laughs> you were looking for a way to get out of that. Yeah, I was like, I can judge. You're like, I'll judge, I'll judge, I'll judge, I'll judge. I can get drunk without telling jokes. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, Andre Knott from Fox Sports is gonna be there. He's actually a friend of mine since fourth grade. Really awesome dude. He was really pumped to do it. I was really glad that he decided to uh, to jump in. And then um Haley from the Cleveland Bucket List is gonna jump in there. She's gonna be the third judge. So three judges. Eight comedians, one MC. It should be a lot of fun. $15. Uh, please go to Eventbrite. It's the Guiltless Roast. You can also message us on Instagram or email us at theguiltlesspodcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or, or anything like that. We're about 30% of the way sold right now, so a uh, little over a month out. So we're going to be selling a lot of tickets here over the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Jump on these as fast as you can. Let us know if you have any questions. We'll to see you there. Yeah, definitely, definitely come up on them. Yeah, it should be a fun night. So, hopefully, we'll see you all soon. Congrats.